0: Thank <laughs> you.
2: And welcome, this is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Barry the Boater, Mike the Mariner, are your crew today as we navigate the latest boating news and information. And man, we got a lot of stuff to cover today. A very uh, uh, pressing governmental topic for boaters uh, we need to bring your attention to is coming up later on on the show. Uh, we don't usually don't get this intense, but this is kind of, uh, we're kind of under the gun for some legislation, I guess, that has just been uh, put forth they could pass by the end of the year. That's coming up, uh, you know, in just a few minutes on the show. But first, you know, we got to uh, check in with Barry the Boater, who's down in South Florida, and Mike the Mariner, who's not in Sanford, uh, you know, bailing water yeah. out of his boat or or out of the marina there because of the last storm we had in Central Florida. He hightailed it out of uh, Florida and, mo- you know, well, it didn't move, but it's spending some time in Vegas, baby. How is it? Uh, you've been bet- yeah. betting on black or what, Mike? How you doing so far? Yeah,
3: betting on black. I'll tell you, the weird thing is, you know, being in Sanford where there's flooding and still flooding all the way. It'll be flooded all the way through Christmas. Uh, now I'm uh, in Las Vegas looking for water. There's none <laughs> out
1: here. Right,
3: none, even lake mead i mean they're 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 finding pickup trucks in Lake Mead now, the water
2: Well, well uh, bodies, and God knows what else, yeah, Lake yeah. Mead is turned into right. a lake puddle I, I i don't know is has it come back at all? I mean, I heard they they got a little bit of rain last I checked in, but it's been a couple of weeks at least since I've got a update yeah, on lake mead it, it, yeah
3: the the last update I had was uh that it came back up a couple of inches, but. Yeah, Um, it's still so low. It's it's still near historic lows.
2: It it looks like uh, right now we're another world. You know, they could film movies uh, on that site right now. It it looks really creepy. Yeah, but you're far uh, you're far away from that. You're in uh, on the Vegas Strip uh, today. Is that right? Right. And you're near oh, water right, because yeah, we're, uh, we're you're you're staying at Paris, and you, at least you have the what the canal yeah. and all that kind of stuff. You've been on the gondolas yet there in Paris? Isn't that where well, that, that is? That's a, well, well, that's a no. That's at the Venetian.
3: Next oh, the door, Venetian. But, that's uh, right. We're going to okay. go over
4: there. <laughs> Venetia, you know, Italy. Come <laughs> on, <No>.
3: world
2: <laughs> traveler. Well, yeah, Barry, he's in <laughs> Vegas. They're right next to each other in Vegas. So, yeah, so you're just yeah. going to go next door and take a boat ride, and at least will be uh, on a boat that way, I guess, potentially, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah
3: we'll go do that. Yeah, yeah. we're going to roam around and uh, go see the sights, and we might uh, gamble a little bit. I'm not a huge gambler, but uh, we're out here with the family, my parents and my brothers and sisters and and uh my uh, aunt and uncle, uh, we, we got like, 15 people out here. Nice. We do a quick well, there out. you go.
2: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, they don't have much water out there, but you know, you could do the gondola thing. You're just uh, hot, uh-huh. skipping a jump from uh, the Grand Canyon. You can go over there and shoot the rapids yeah. down the Colorado River. And that uh, rapids. is there <laughs> what, there are no rapids out there? I thought there were. No, <laughs> no not, not right no, now. No. It's no, the rapids. upper
3: the upper Colorado up in the mountains. There are rapids, but uh, no. And, uh, in the Grand Canyon, it's it's a pretty it's a nice, docile, calm little river. Yeah, canoe it's more ride, like a maybe? tinkle
2: right now. Yeah, I have <laughs> yeah, I haven't right. been there uh, in a long, long time, so I don't remember. Yeah, but uh, I you know it sounds like like fun. Uh, but it's dry out there in Vegas this weekend. But you're still making the best it of it, just having fun with family as you should. But that's good. Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah I, I keep watching the, uh, yeah, when I'm, you know, like I was brushing my teeth this morning, I was watching the water spigot thinking, well, if the water stops, I'll be the guy that finally drained the rest of Lake Mead. But uh, <laughs> there's still water coming out. And, and, <laughs> there's and
2: still your water teeth coming. will look terrible. But, uh, or maybe you'll get <laughs> them in, uh, get them cleaned up right before then. Well, you have that to look forward to. Barry is down in South Florida. Uh, Barry, I don't know if this has gotten word uh, to you. But once again, I have heard that the lobsters are uh, congregating down there in South Florida after our latest uh, well, low pressure came through again after the last one we spoke about. How about that? Right. Right. And so have you okay. taken advantage of that? Because you no, know, he's I buried the, the boater. I had a
4: chance to take advantage.
2: And sometimes he becomes <laughs> Barry the Bugger, which is uh, "bug" is another uh, word we use for lobster here in Florida. So you, you haven't uh, went after the lobsters that are congregating. They're not necessarily walking, but they're getting together in groups as they do after the storms. You know, it's just got well, worked you, to you or not?
4: No, it hasn't. But uh, now that you've told me, you, you you speak to the lobster guru down there.
2: I, that's who I heard it from. Our buddy, yeah. So yeah. I
4: mean, he knows all the secret spots. I do not.
2: Well, I don't think you have to have a secret spot right now. That's what I'm. Uh, that's why I'm telling you because uh, after you, the latest uh, low pressure uh, came through Florida, uh, the lobsters get confused and they've congregated in groups. And he said right. they're they're like in like a you know like ten twenty lobsters. We, we, we have hundreds
4: hundreds of miles of beach. Hundreds of miles of beachfront yeah. where you can dive, and you know for a fact that we can dive in one spot and s- see nothing. Right. And then, as it did over Lobster Fest, remember when the boat went out in the afternoon that we didn't go on, uh-huh. and they found the honey hole? Yeah. You know, it's it's just a matter of well, you know, yeah, trying well, out all these different But there's spots. no honey
2: hole. That's when they're out walking around. They're they're congregating in <laughs> groups. They're having, like, uh, raves out in the uh, on,
4: on the sand. <laughs> Uh, they're passing around wanted posters of Greg. Yeah, and you, all <laughs> you got
2: to do is get out there on the water and uh, you know cruise a little bit. <laughs> well, you might see a bunch of antenna and like toy, you know, anywhere we'll from see, we'll 10 see what to twenty feet. Uh, yeah, and I'll tell uh, you what,
4: big, the water is the water is beautiful right now. I was yeah. looking at the beach cams, and it's it's not rough out, even though it's cooled off a little bit, mm-hmm. which I'm really happy about. You are um, why? But
2: you're not. I thought you were a warm water less
4: like been me. Sweat. I I am. I didn't say I didn't want cool water, but the air is cooler. Ah,
2: okay. You don't want to be sweating like a, well, like a stuffed pig uh, on the way out to the dive site. Right. Okay, I understand.
4: It's it's definitely nice out. Okay.
2: Yeah, it it is. And uh, I'm actually coming down there this weekend, so if the weather holds, maybe uh, we can jump down in the water on Sunday. How about that, Barry? You game? Yep. Up for that? Mm. You gonna take surprise uh, out for us?
4: Where, where, where would be? Where would anywhere we be diving off of? <laughs> what
2: do you mean? Wait, we just got to uh, we'll be where? diving off of your boat? Surprise! Your seventeen foot oh, center console. Oh,
4: so that's why you're coming down now. Yes, I understand. Okay, good. that's why I always
2: I, I thought you had already had all the places scoped out since uh, I got wind that the uh, lobsters were walking and stuff. So I, I thought maybe you'd be ahead of the curve here, but you're not. I'm trying. I'm bringing you up to speed. You, you? yeah.
4: You were trying, but you were trying, you were, was it you or Brittany that was saying a bunch of us, 10, 15 people were going to go out diving on Sunday?
2: Well, I I don't know if it That's be, what
4: Brittany says. Yeah, I don't know how we would even accomplish that on Surprise.
2: Well, no, we wouldn't. We'd just have uh, just your close personal friends on Surprise, which would be uh, me
4: <laughs> and you. And, and CJ. Yeah, okay. We, CJ we'll coming we'll let him down. On.
2: Yeah, we'll let him come down with yeah. us too, yeah. So, I mean, but okay. is your vessel ready to roll or ready to float? I should My vessel is always ready to go. Yeah. It's just a matter it's of just if you high. are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. But now that I've told you <laughs> that the lobsters are out there calling your name, uh, doesn't that uh, give no, you I, extra incentive I, I, to want to go uh, at, take the boat out this at, weekend?
4: Absolutely. Well, it, it would be more of an incentive as I, if I could get into the water and actually dive versus taking you two out. You know, on the boat. Plus, I don't know how much my insurance would go up. Ah,
2: well, there. I I think we're good, at least till the end of the year. Uh, We'll find out a little bit later on with that other story that he's alluding to. But uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, I don't know. Maybe um, you know we could rotate. You know, yeah, you, you would trust me at the helm of your vessel, wouldn't you? And you could get in yeah, the water. Yeah, I think
4: I think you did. No, you didn't take the helm. That's right. CJ did because yeah. you wanted to dive twice.
2: Well, yeah, duh. I yeah, mean, I'd rather rather dive, but <laughs> yeah, duh. We can rotate. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's what it is. You gotta you gotta share the love of lobster, and sometimes that means sacrificing your bottom time as a scuba diver. And uh, letting your other uh, dive buddies go down there and snag a bug or two. So we, we can work a plan or draw straws or something. Uh, I think it, uh, <laughs> we got to make this happen, Barry. Come on now. You're supposed to say, yes, Greg, I'm in. Uh, <laughs> yes, Greg, I'm possibly in. Oh, boy. <laughs> Tough crowd. Tough crowd. All right. Coming up, we got a special guest going to explain what's going on that could affect boating big time. That's next on The World of Boating.
0: We're listening to the World of Boating
2: Radio Network. and we're going to get out on the ocean. I mean, that's the only place we can be sure there's no radioactive schniz. Yeah, feels right. It's our only move. Does anyone know how to drive a
1: boat? Let me mix you margarita. You know the one just straight tiquita. Good All Come on, jump on
2: the
0: booze crew.
2: This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate. Barry the Boater or Mike the Mariner rounding out the crew. And we have a special guest with us right now. Bob Harris is his name. He is the legislative liaison for the diving industry and a good friend uh, of mine uh, because of our scuba radio show. But we're having him on the boat show today because this... uh Issue that has popped up on our radar last week or so uh, affects boating big time, especially like fishing charters and things like that. Now, uh, Bob, uh, explain exactly what's uh, on the table here. What's going on?
1: Hey, guys. Let me tell you what's going on that will affect uh, boating and diving. Yeah. Uh, dive boat charters, fishing boat charters. Let me tell you what's going on. and It's okay. kind of typical Washington uh, maneuvering. Hmm. Last year, Senator Feinstein from California and another Republican, from I mean another uh, congressman from from California, filed a bill called the Small Passenger Vessel Liability Fairness Act. It was all done in response to the to the dive boat action, uh, the conception. Right. And they filed this bill, and basically, it would remove the protections that have existed for boats uh, for 170 years. Uh, right now, if a, there's a dive. A boat accident or a charter boat accident, fishing accident, that boat is its liability is limited to the value of that boat. Um, if they file an action within six months, so that's a great protection. Has been out there for again for as long as everyone can remember, and they want to remove that and also impose some additional requirements. But that bill went nowhere. So here's what they've done recently: okay. they have included that language in a bill called. The National Defense Authorization Act. Now, that's funding for defense. In other words, the military. To, yeah. The military. Right. To try to get Republicans and Democrats to vote for it. So they stick it in this bill and, and, and the language in the bill that did not go forward and put in this bill and know, knowing that Republicans will have to support it if they don't know about it. And that bill is. You know, thousands of pages long, Mm. and so they've just stuck it in there as a way to get it passed by both Republicans and Democrats who want to support the military.
2: Sleazy politics is what it sounds like to me. I hate this! Yeah. Oh my yeah, gosh! Yeah, yeah. but and but it, it, just uh, yeah. back up a little bit. The conception dive boat was off of Catalina. It sank. A lot of yep. people died. It was a tragedy beyond belief. Very uh, sad situation. But as I was afraid of, uh, you know, after that whole thing happened, the lawyers started getting involved, and people start pointing fingers, and this person suing that person, and yeah, that's mm-hmm. kind of where this started uh, snowballing, and I I kind of saw some stuff developing there that I was like, oh boy this is not going to be good because yeah. you know of course you feel for victims of any kind of tragedy like that but what yeah. what this uh potentially does and why i got killed the first time is like they were alerted to the fact like look guys if you pass this you're going to cause all these boat charters these fishing charter boats uh dive operators to have to increase limits on their insurance to the level that they won't be able to afford it is that right
1: yeah, that's exactly right. I think the only beneficiaries of this legislation that moves forward are the personal injury lawyers, yeah. who are probably pushing this issue from the conception point of view, and the insurance companies, because no one will be able to afford the rates. Right. Um, insurance companies look at risk, and they're going to look at this and say, well, we've seen 170-year Bill that protects to some extent uh, vessel owners, uh, small vessel owners. It protects them, and that protection is going to go away. And also, this language would extend the what they call the statute of limitations, which means how long people have to file a suit. And insurance companies look at it, uh, mm-hmm. look at that as well to determine the risk. So the result of this increase in liability, this increase in risk, will be an increase. I think a substantial increase in insurance, rate, insurance rates for dive boat charters, fishing charters across the board. Any any vessel that takes anyone out with 149 passengers or less will be impacted by this, and that's hmm. a large number. Wow! And what's on What's also not fair about this is this. If you look at other industries, let's look at the Trucking Association. There are 15 million trucks across the country on every given day. By law, the same Congress that wants to do this, by law, and this has been a law since 1980, they're limited to having about $750,000 insurance. Even though an 18-wheeler can wipe out, Mm. you know, multiple cars and cause lots of, damages, and the millions of damages, their liability uh, uh, insurance limit is $750,000. They don't have to have any more than that. Mm. But they want to turn this around on dive boat charters and fishing charters, the same Congress, and that's just not right. Now, nah. here's the most important part.
2: Okay. Right? What?
1: Um, this is going to happen over the next 43 days. So people do not call their congressman or their senator because what's happening is now that the Democrats have lost Congress and they, but they still control the Senate, they will do whatever they can between now and the end of the year during these final days of their, of their session to get every bill like this passed. So if people don't call, and I can give you the bill numbers that call their congressman or senator, if they don't call or contact them or write immediately, this is going to happen because it won't hit the papers. The National Defense Authorization Act legislation will not be in the news because it, it seemed to be some, you know, almost kind of something they do every year. Right. But it, if they stick that in there and people do not call and complain about it. Uh, it will become law after the new year.
2: Yeah, they're trying That's to sneak it in there. It, it's really yeah. aggravating. And and once yep. again, you know, you may be thinking like, well, why do I care if they got to pay more insurance? Well, you should because it's either going to price them out of the market where they won't be able to, you know, provide you that fishing charter you go to every summer for vacation or whatever, or uh, they may just go out of business altogether, and you won't even have the choice to do it at all. You know? Yeah. When, I mean, it's, when you make. Yeah, I mean, you
1: make your calls to go on a fishing charter or make your calls to go on a dive boat, and you find out that half the boats that were there last year are no longer there because they just cannot afford that insurance rate, and in many cases they may not want to just incur the additional expense uh regardless of they get the insurance, and it's just it's it's overwhelming. To imagine this would pass and and the impact on people's ability to fish and dive.
2: Right, they're not going to pay it. You are, <laughs> you know, yeah. the end user yeah. is going to end up paying yeah. for this. Uh, Mike, the Mariner, yeah. what do you think about this?
3: Well, well, obviously it's it's uh, it's politics at its best. But I have yeah. a question. Uh, th- is there any element of this that transfers over from a liability standpoint to pleasure boaters, boat like mine? I mean, I'd take 15 people out sometimes. And it could set a
2: precedent for the future if this goes through uh, in that lane, I would imagine, couldn't it?
1: It could. I think it's intended to focus on people who basically are out for hire. Again, fishing charters, dive boat charters, those kind of people who are out for hire. You're charging money for people to be on your boat. Yeah. I think it'll cover primarily those people. But the other thing that's problematic with this whole thing is people are just going to be less likely to want to take people out and you're going to have less people getting into the industry and that's right. a that's a danger as well
2: less choice yep. and higher prices that's not a good combo <laughs> you know that's what it's this not. potentially could lead to so uh yeah get on the phone contact your legislature let them know that you heard about it on the world of boating and you're trying to get involved and keep them from making a dumb decision we thank you for the update bob and uh thanks for educating our uh, passengers accordingly today on the world of boating. Not a problem. Thanks, Craig. All right, we got more coming up. Stay close. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network.
1: Traffic sucks,
0: unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott.
2: Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths.
0: Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase.
2: One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spider webbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious.
0: Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com.
2: Do you have a message or product you need to share with the boating world? Well, look no further than the World of Boating Radio Show. Just like you, thousands of boating enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to worldofboating.com, send us an email, and let's get to work to make your marketing message matter.
0: Successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating. I do like the watch. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. The sun, the sea air, good friends. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Oh my god, Brian, this ship,
2: it's it's unbelievable! It's even more magnificent than I imagined. Rotanooks will be
1: back in a minute. Bought a boat and I sailed off in it Don't think anybody's gonna miss me anyway I know this thing's gonna sink, but I'm having a good time Come on in the water's nice, find yourself a lip slice Grab a backpack and lots you never know until you try
2: There! Jump onto that mooring rope! When you lose yourself We have to get on that ship! You find the key to paradise This is the world of boating, Gregor, first mate. Barry the Boater, Mike the Mariner, rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information. By the way, if you want uh, to follow up on those resolutions that uh, Bob Harris was just talking about there in the segment before, House Resolution 7900 and Senate Bill 4543 are the ones that he was referring to. So contact your legislator and tell him, please spare us your aggravation because uh, it's going to screw us. Uh, that's it in a nutshell. I think I got it, uh, pretty, pretty accurate there, but, uh, I don't know. It, it never, it never usually works out well when the government gets in and tries to fix a problem. And ten, nine times out of 10, they make it worse. And that's what, uh, this appears yeah. to be to me, but, uh, that's my opinion. You can do with it what you will. All right. Uh, Mike, the Mariner, the, the, uh, Kurt, back, the, yeah, you're with me on that too. You are going to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's on the same boat. Okay. Uh, I was going to say the scariest sentence in the world is,
3: hi, I'm from the government, and I'm here to help.
2: Yes, I've heard this one. Yes, I've heard that uh, (laughs) line. Uh, But, yeah, Mike is in Vegas. He usually is in Sanford, Florida, where they've been having a lot of flooding issues. I mean, last week, you were prepared for the water levels there and the lake to come up, and uh, the guys were already... Pretty much pulling their hair out because you're trying to deal with water levels way too high as it is. First off, did it come up, and what what's the status right now?
3: Yeah, so uh, we did uh, sustain some additional damage at the marina there. Uh, the water did come back up about uh, about six inches. Yeah, thankfully uh, we didn't we didn't give back all three feet that we've we've uh, dropped warned since, about, the, yeah. since it peaked a few weeks ago. Okay. Well, it, it peaked just under nine feet after uh, Ian and uh and then it, it dropped about three feet, came back up about six inches, so there wasn't okay. as much rain with the last one but right. we did have additional damage to some some docks. one dock is completely impassable over on uh on the west basin, but uh they're putting plans in place to uh to make some repairs but the the challenge they're having is everybody that builds dock components or manufactures docks um is uh is, is manufacturing for southwest florida so there's there's nobody available
0: uh,
2: uh, so you, so it's future. still kind of flooded out down in there at the marina in uh, sanford mm-hmm. today even today yes that is so crazy
3: even today it'll be yeah it, we will not uh now be back to normal levels until close to christmas
2: Wow. So that had nothing to do with you leaving town and going to Vegas. It wasn't because you were flooded out. This was a planned family (laughs) vacation you had planned. Uh, Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. yeah, When you told me you're in Vegas, I'm like, hey, man, how bad did it get? He's like, screw this. I'm going to go gamble (laughs) and have some fun. I'm tired of bailing water. Uh, out of this area, okay, but but until the end of the year, they they will they hope that it'll subside by then. But that long,
3: yeah, the, wow. the river drops when it starts dropping. It drops uh, an average of about an inch to an inch and a half a day. Hmm. So, yeah, there's a long way to go. I there's, wonder there's if they will uh,
2: to move that water. Yeah, well, they what they need to do is move it to Vegas. <laughs> if they could figure out a way to channel that <laughs> water. They, they could take
4: a hose and just drag it along yeah, the whole continental United big, States. Hose. To Vegas. We could solve all yeah.
2: the nation's problems with droughts here and too much water here and there. And uh, yeah, okay. Uh, could, come on, Elon Musk. You do all this other stuff. Come up with a solution.
4: For Actually, it. if the if if we built an inter- interstate system, yeah, I think an interstate water system might be the next big project really? because then you, you could, could take. Well, think about it. You could move water from a state that has way too much to a state that needs some, you know, kind of share it, move it back and forth. Okay. We do it with vehicles.
2: All right. If you say say, they, there's a reason why we don't call him Barry the Engineer, just for the record. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> wait,
4: wait, 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 wait. You take highways all over this country. Uh-huh, they finished uh-huh. that. So okay. why can't you do that? You know, go to Home Depot Lowe's, get a bunch of hoses, start hooking them all together. Okay. Well, I mean, a Flex hose. Because when,
2: when you're not using it, it just <laughs> flex hoses even disappears. It just flattens out. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Maybe we're on to something. Uh, we're idiots. Yeah. We have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> so uh, anyway, let's just move on to another story. Uh, down there closer to Barry, uh, the boater who is in South Florida, uh, uh, there's an issue with uh, some bad boaters. I hear uh, that are uh, becoming litter bugs. What what's going on down there? At Key Key it, what is it Key Biscayne? Is that the area where they're boating or what? Well, well,
4: this is down in in, in Biscayne Bay, Biscayne which is Bay, a large okay. area. Yeah. Uh, Biscayne Bay over the past couple of years has had a lot of issues uh with large fish kills. The oxygen level would drop down because of all the pollutants that were going into the water hmm. and you have people that over the past couple of years boating has become so popular that they go out and they enjoy their day on the boat but instead of packing up their garbage they're leaving it on these little islands mm. and the garbage once the tides come up what happens to the garbage it floats away yeah. so uh Luis Aguirre, uh and I and I probably mess up his name and I apologize he's a local reporter for uh, WPLG down here Yeah, uh, he's been reporting on all this stuff for the past couple of years and and his uh his program is called Don't Trash Our Treasure. And what he's trying to do is bring information to the public saying, this is the problem. If we don't fix it, uh, we're going to have a dead bay. So what's happened is is that there was a group of people that were caught on camera unloading their garbage from the boat and just throwing on this little island between uh, Boca Chica Key and I think um, not Elliott Key, but another one of the keys. This is a small island. I've been down there. The place is beautiful. The water's yeah. crystal clear. It's shallow. Right. It's beautiful, though. And it's a place for the birds and, and all the other critters that live out there. And when you throw garbage out there, it means you don't care. There's no reason why. It, it gets me so angry that I would say keel hauling would be the best mm. that they mm. could do for some of these people. But here's mm. what's happening. The guy took video of it, and he was smart enough to take video of their boat numbers. Okay. So now, Good. because Biscayne Bay is a national park. They are in serious trouble. They know who they are. They haven't arrested them yet, but I'm sure a lot of people are going to be waiting with bated breath to see them on TV with their mug shots after they are arrested, because what they did is just, they don't care. They're out there on the boats, the jet skis, they, they don't care. They just, let's just throw our treasure here. No one cares. Yeah. And it's know. wrong.
2: Pick up the trash and take it to their house or wherever they just, live. Just, yeah. I mean, but. <laughs>
4: Pick up your trash when you're done. If you took everything out there, there's no reason why you can't put it in a bag and take it back. Right. They have garbage cans at all the ramps. Yeah, there's it's no excuse aggravating.
2: for that kind of thing. You know, it, it only takes, you know, one bad apple to make us all look bad. And, you know, that right. is it, the problem with this. And you got to, you know, if you see a fellow boater or someone out on the water doing that kind of stuff, you really need to uh, step up and say something to them or alert if authorities. If you confront or, them... It, well, yeah. you don't if have you to confront, confront them. In stay Miami, on your you boat.
4: Get, yeah. Stay on your boat. Get their hull numbers. Not yeah. their hull numbers, but their, their registration numbers and then call it in. Yeah. I mean, because if, right. if they keep leaving all this garbage here, they're going to have enough Marine Patrol out there. They'll just close off these islands. Right. And no right. one will reflects- get to use them.
2: Yeah, exactly. It reflects bad on the boating community. So we have to police our own to a certain extent there, too. But yeah, I mean, there's idiots everywhere that are going to do dumb things. And you have to be on the lookout and, uh you know, do what you can. Play devil's advocate. Maybe they don't realize how bad they're acting. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't want to give them that benefit of the doubt.
4: Uh, I, I, really? Yeah, I wouldn't but give still,
2: them that much. You know, we got to watch out for these idiots and uh, make sure they don't make the rest of us look any worse than we already do, right? More coming up on the World of Boating.
0: You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating. I do like the one. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. The sun, the sea air, good friends. Brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Beat it turkey I'm in the middle of some Thanksgiving.
1: Turkey time, turkey time
0: Turkey time, turkey time Gobble, 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 gobble,
2: squad! Gobble, 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 squad! Gobble, 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 squad! Okay, I think we got the idea. This is the World of Boating. squad! Greg, your first mate. Uh, Barry the Boater, Mike the Mariner, rounding out the crew. Looking forward to turkey time this week. Uh, hopefully you're uh, going to make the best of it. Have some turkey, head out on your boat, have some fun. Uh, you know. It's it's that time of year where we can loosen our belt, kick back, and enjoy. Uh, That's what you're going to do, right, Barry? (laughs) You're you're down for that, right?
4: Oh, absolutely! Thanksgiving is my favorite time of the year.
2: There you go. All right, because it's turkey time. Uh, exactly. this, I don't know what he's doing during the squat part. But I, I, I
4: don't know. I don't know what the squat is all about. I think I'm I do. Turkey exercise. Probably shouldn't even.
2: <laughs> okay. Um, the, we have a, another story about, I, I don't know, size matters when it comes to boat engines. Is that, uh, do you think that's the case there, Mike? uh i mean you, <laughs> you have you don't have outboards so. but with the way these outboards have been going with uh it just seems more and more bigger and bigger as the way the industry has been going and uh the what the latest v10 verado has just been well was just released and i don't know what, what that thing's pretty huge isn't it i mean uh i don't know or well, just more efficient uh, a little bit of both so it has so it's a
3: Right. So it's a V10, mm-hmm. uh, as opposed to the previous generation V8. Uh, the size, uh, uh of the, the physical size, it looks to be uh, slightly taller, but, um, from a, from a weight standpoint, it's roughly the same. Uh, so the, the engines weigh 695 pounds. Wow. They come in, uh, 350 and 400 horsepower variants and they're 5.7 liters. Which is uh roughly the same as uh, as the previous generation so okay um, from from an overall capacity standpoint, I guess the, the 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 design question I would have is why would you um, make a make a new motor with more moving parts than the previous generation it seems like the added complexity would be uh, could be um, an issue down the road but yeah uh, more
2: parts more but, problems yeah
3: that's a that's a thing but, but they're very. But they're, but they're reliable and, and, and current boat designs are are accommodating the additional weights, because when outboards went from two stroke to four stroke, that was the major weight increase right in every size category of motor
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. and uh, yeah they, they're uh, taking it into consideration with the manufacturers to accommodate the extra weight. I get that, but I, I just wonder where where is this going to end? I mean, I don't know, Last is it still the the record I think we've heard is seven or eight outboards on the back of a transom? I don't know if that was at the Miami show or Fort Lauderdale, but uh, one or the other. And and it just seems like every year they're trying to make them bigger or add more of them. To the uh, transom. And, you know, I don't know what the point of that is. It just when it gets to that number, you're kind of like scratching your head like, okay, is this like, uh, you know, a guy with a small appendage issue? Or is this, uh, you (laughs) know, just trying to impress the chicks? Or is there really a reason? Uh, You know, I don't know, Barry, what say you?
4: You're, you're going to need a bigger pickup, uh, Greg. Um, actually, I'm not sure because Mercury does have a larger engine. I was just uh, doing a little research on them. They have a V12 that weighs 1,260 pounds. And to me, wow. that's a monster. The, the mm-hmm. question becomes, I, I know the static weight of an engine will determine uh how the boat sits in the water. The more you put on the transom, the more the bow would want to rise right. unless you move some more weight towards the bow yeah my thoughts are is what happens when you have five or six of these motors all go up to full power and you, you can imagine that just taking a transom and ripping it off now i know captain patrick says that they designed for that but that's going to be a heck of a design for that to happen over and over again hmm. um
2: it's a
1: lot I of stress. Know, you know, on the whole, yeah.
4: yeah. I, I I would think it is, but uh, obviously they just put a lot of uh, technology into it to mm-hmm. keep the
3: whole boat together. I guess, uh, Mike, what yeah, do you they'll think? Cer- they'll certainly, yeah, they'll certainly design for that. You know, there's two elements: it's the weight on the transom, and it's also the torque uh, under acceleration. Those are the two elements that they have to design for, and they certainly do. The, the, I, I'm not worried about that with newer vessels obviously you can't repower an older vessel like a say a 1985 chris Craft scorpion or something with these motors because that that boat was never designed to have that much weight on the stern
2: right (laughs) um unless you want to blow it up or you know make a you know right right. i I can see jerry the diver guy doing something like that
4: well yeah Yeah. hey let's do (laughs) this getting one of those boats That'd be a hey, we good YouTube video, brand new. Right. Yeah, it would be as soon as he punched it, you just see the engine take off the boat, split in half.
3: Right. <laughs> but, but what I could see, what I could see though is instead of having five um, of these V ten, you know four hundred and four hundred horsepower outboards on the back of a, um, a a boat, I could see two of those large ones you're talking about right. replacing those. And well, now,
2: now you, that seems you more practical to me. Yeah. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's what I was uh, alluding to. I mean, when you see seven or eight or whatever, I mean, I think it's been up to eight I've seen on the back of a a boat. It's like you shake your head. Why are there eight outports on the back of this boat? It seems like it just seems like way too much. Uh, And maybe that's what it is. They just got to get the technology to advance more so they can do, you know, one engine could do the, the power of four. And uh, bring it back down to two. You yeah. think that's you think that's where it's going, well, Mike? Or well, are we are already, already going to have always going to have more it, is better sometimes. Well, I think there is an optimal
3: design um, for horsepower that that comes into play. And like like my dad's boat. So he has a forty two foot Invincible with triple 350s on on the stern. Right, and that boat is more efficient than the boat he had before, which was a a 34-footer with twin 300s on the back. It's much more efficient uh, okay. and faster. And, and it looks more the, impressive the with, optimized for the whole.
2: With, with three as opposed to two. I mean, you know, it's like this right. amp goes up to 11 kind of thing, doesn't it? I mean, there there is a little bit of aesthetics mm-hmm. to this that I, I wonder that if it comes into play. I mean, because if you said... You know, check this boat out, and, you you, you you know, it has two outboard motors on it. They're super efficient, super powerful, and then you see the same same exact power, but the guy on this other boat has eight different outboards on there. You're going to, what the heck is it? Wow, look at that. You know what I'm saying? It looks more yeah, impressive, yeah. even though it may not be more efficient or more powerful. Barry, you're, you're easily impressed by that kind of stuff, aren't you?
4: No, uh, I am and I'm not. Uh, it also comes down to what is the cost versus the benefit? Are you going to gain that much more by putting on two more outboards? Yeah. Uh, is it worth doing that? If you're only going to gain five more miles an hour, why are you bothering? Mm-hmm. Uh, if the efficiency is only a half a gallon more or, or less per hour burned or, or however it works with these big engines. <laughs> Um, it, it becomes a a thing where you've gotten to a point. It's the same thing in electronics. There is a point where if you want to make something sound louder and and you would understand this, Greg, you have to double the power sometimes two times in order to make something perceivably sound louder. Okay. Uh, So the, so the question becomes the same thing with mechanical devices like boats. Um, how much more are you going to get out of it by just adding? these bigger and bigger engines i mean if you take it from four engines down to two because you have two better more efficient engines that are lighter but uh only burn a hair more gas uh maybe you're better off that way well you probably are
2: uh you know that's you're thinking with your head uh by doing that but but if you're thinking well let the other one uh, oh, the well, more yeah. engines <laughs> on the back of the boat might attract more boat yeah. boat fluff. I don't know. And more more impressive. I guess it de- depends on why you're out there boating, and if you're trying to, you know, make some contacts or connections and that kind of thing. More might be uh, the way to go. It'll turn more heads. So you know, yeah, they got to factor that in, and maybe that's what the manufacturers are doing. I don't know, and it's probably good that I'm not the person making those decisions for them. But uh, there you go. All right. Well, uh, enjoy your turkey day. And until next time, remember, whether it is sail or motor, life is, life better, is better as, as a, a boater. boater. Safe boating, everyone.
0: Come back here. Come back here, you boy. Burn-
2: Feel free to do so
1: via the web at worldofvoting.com.